Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk about nature's balance out there in our home landscapes and in the vegetable and flower beds as it, as it relates to plants and, and insects in particular. You know, this time of year, garden insects are often a topic of uh, many questions or discussions amongst the neighbors. You know, plants and pests have grown up alongside each other for a millennia. And now, from time to time, there may be a little too much feeding going on for your liking. It is also about how the natural insect predators show up to take care of the damages, those damaging insects for you, really. So we, we hear about the good, bad, and the ugly insects from time to time, and gardeners tend to forget that you have to have the bad pest present before the good guys show up to take care of the bad guys. So you should expect to see some definite feeding out in the garden. Um, another important part of this story is that some of our predatory or beneficial insects um, have an appearance that look horrible compared to the insects that are actually doing the feeding. So you might find some insects that look worse or scarier than those actually doing the damage. Again, very normal, very, uh, uh, what should I say, very allowable. Um, Part of allowing nature to balance things out is to recognize just how many kinds of predator insects can be out in the vegetable garden or in the yard to help us. Of course, we commonly hear about the ladybug and feasting on the aphids or the white cocoons on the tomato hornworm, yet there are so many more that can be that are helping us out there in the garden, perhaps without us even recognizing it. Besides the lady beetle I've already mentioned, there are several more beetles out there helping us out. They're feeding as an adult. Some of the beetles have their young feeding too. Uh, other common beetles are ground beetles, literally, and flower and soldier beetles. Um, and rounding out one of our more beneficial beetles is the rove beetle. So you can see that there are many, many kinds of insects out there helping us. Um, some of our beneficial bugs also have, <clears throat> have some interesting names. Uh, damsel beating, uh, the, the damsel bug sounds cute and nice compared to the assassin bug, yet both are insect predators, so no matter what the name, um, they can be beneficial to us. There's also something called pirate bugs, and one we all know, and perhaps not so much to our liking, is the stink bug, but it's considered a pirate bug. We also have uh, parasitic wasps. These are um, a very, very minute wasps. They have no stinging ability. All they can do is lay egg on their, uh, on the, the host of their, of the, of their, of what they're attacking. Um, you know the one very commonly. It's the white cocoons on the tomato hornworm. That is one of our small, tiny predator wasps. So, so that's helpful. Uh, we even have a wasp that will seek out uh, the ground-dwelling. Uh, damaging insects um, like root, root maggots in our corn or excuse me in our uh, in our carrots we also have others that feed on things like adult squash bugs um, and other other critters of that same like um, so it's it's just more than it's just more than uh, a few good guys out there there are many good guys out there that help us out and the other Part of this managing or balancing nature is that uh, whether it's an insect or not, there are also, um, I'll say, pathogens out there uh, that are destructive against our predator, excuse me, ex uh, against our uh, invading insects, the ones that do damage in our crops. 
Uh, a couple, an easy example, we'll, we've probably heard of something called milky spore disease uh, that attacks grubs. In this case, milky spore disease only attacks the Japanese beetle while leaving our native uh, grub alone, which is uh, what we're really going for these days. Another is a bacterium commonly called BT or Bacillus thuringiensis. Um, they have been developed so they only go after targeted pests such as the Colorado potato beetle or maybe they'll go after the elm leaf beetle. Those are two distinctly different strains. We also have some things called uh, nematodes. We know about the bad ones, uh, but there are good ones that go after the bad ones. Um, and then there, and lastly here, there's even uh, viruses uh, that can go after loopers and other worms of that same style. So you have lots of, uh, lots of help out in the garden. Uh, other ways to lessen the disease in our vegetable gardens or our flower beds is to grow pest-resistant crops to begin with. Um, you do or follow the cultural practices that promote the health of the plant. A good healthy plant will resist feeding and or recover better after they've been fed upon. And then recognizing that, again, lastly here, that the in order for you to have good predator control, you need to have the plant pests there first. So you be, must be willing to tolerate some damage before the good guys come along and, and move in for us. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. Always a pleasure, and I'll be back again real soon.